Welcome everybody to the Depths of Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Danielle. In this episode, I sat down with two of my very, very dear friends, Katrina and Angelica. Katrina shares her two home birth stories. And this was my first in-person recording and it was so special. And we're recording from a friend's workshop. And this space is so beautiful. We had our cacao, we lit our candle. We shared a moment of prayer before we started. And it was so beautiful to have us three together and to have Angelica back. If you haven't been following from the beginning, Angelica and I started the podcast together. And then a year on, I took it on solo. So Katerina is living in the Sacred Valley in Peru. And she's supporting mothers in the valley to reclaim birth and bring their soul home after the expansive birth experience. She has been supported and taught by a passionate and knowledgeable traditional Peruvian midwife. And she lives and holds these traditions very, very close to her heart. And I was even lucky enough to experience Awotasca, which is an Andean practice for postpartum mothers and I will be sharing all about this very very soon we're actually recording in two days the experience and sharing ways that you can include these practices in your own ceremony so taking little bits from here and there what women do around the world and creating a ceremony that serves you or the mother that you're supporting on the next season, there's a big project where we're creating a free resource for uh, families, friends, and partners of mothers so that they can, they can show up and hold the mother through preconception, pregnancy, labor, and postpartum, and beyond. So I'll give you more information about this as we go along, so stay tuned for that. I'm very excited. But we are looking for someone to share a birth story for a cesarean birth home to hospital transfer, unexpected home birth, and twin birth. And a reminder that Women's Circle is running again. We will be doing two live gatherings every month. One will be a Women's Circle, one will be an embodiment practice and breathwork practice. And then as a member, you're going to get access to all the past workshops and courses. We have so much in there, including the pelvic mapping course. Also, we have the Reclaiming Circle which will help and support you to create in your own women's circle, mother's circles in your community or online. So if you're not one for courses, the book for Reclaiming Circle will be out on the 27th of November, which I'm really excited about. And finally, I just want to remind you that as a member, you're going to be getting this monthly forecast, which is now going to be coming in the form of a magazine. I used to love magazines when I was a kid. I used to love creating them. So I've decided to do a monthly woman medicine magazine. In there will be all the rituals and practices that you need to move you through the month ahead. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go and sit and listen to Katerina's birth story. Thank you. We are in a little witch hut cottage that's been gifted to us for this time and it's so beautiful and handmade and it feels amazing to be here and we're sat in circle with a microphone in the middle with our cacao and 
yeah, let's just go through and introduce ourselves, so because everyone knows you, Angelica, from the beginning, if they've been following you, but mm-hmm. just do a little check-in, like, what's been happening? Well, yeah, I'm Angelica, <laughs> as you said, and I yeah, was at the beginning with creating the depths of motherhood together with Danielle, and it was, as you said before, it was our way to connect um, <laughs> with the distances, supporting each other and learning and... Uh, yeah, just connecting with the bigger tribe in the other parts of the world. And yeah, so I've been really like dwelling into motherhood. <laughs> like I have been devoting myself to my daughter, really. And it's been, you know, I've lost myself in it. I've, um, yeah, I really, I went into like a deep depression for some time. And just recently came out of that and... And now I'm pregnant again, so I'm sitting here with tears in my eyes. <laughs> um, super, super, yeah, I'm just going towards Ukupacha right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, you're probably going to hear a lot of, um, yeah, tears from me. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're recording from the Sacred Valley, Pisak, and it's just like this vortex of expansion and love and community and even though I I felt like I had I was missing that in the beginning of my 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 how do you say in my journey as a mother because we we moved here when my daughter was two uh, two months and then so I didn't know anyone but now she's three and we are you know it's just the whole family's expanding I'm so happy that you Danielle finally it was like a dream coming through we've been talking so much about reuniting and having our families together and I'm just so grateful that you that you took the step coming here and it has been absolutely magical since that moment so thank you isn't it crazy like (laughs) sat here oh my gosh if you would have took us two years ago when when the podcast started we were like it's such a dream and then now we're here wow Your turn. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so uh, my name is Katerina Orkacho, and uh, I moved to the valley uh, almost five years ago. And I I also gave two births here, a beautiful home birth that I'm going to talk about today. And, uh, yeah, I feel like recently very much grounded here because I, I got connected to these beautiful women and their families and that is something I was really missing here. And uh, I have a beautiful husband and two beautiful kids, but I really... Uh, need my sisters and now it's so obvious and I'm really happy that I found out this fact and I'm gonna work on it <laughs> for the rest of my life <laughs> to have my tribe around me there are many beautiful families in the valley um, so so <laughs> so we've got you here because you're amazing and we love you and we want to sit and hear your birth story, wherever that begins, whichever one you want to start with, however it flows, just let it come through. 
Okay, so, um... And let me just put this a bit closer to you, so... Yeah, okay. I was... Uh, I was born in... Uh, I was born in Czech Republic, and our... One of our four weddings was also there. And, um... I I became pregnant on our wedding night, uh, this wedding that was in the Czech Republic. Then when we were in Turkey, where my husband is from, I found out that I'm pregnant and we went back to Peru. So my whole pregnancy, I was here and I had, I was sure from the beginning that I want to give a home birth, but I didn't know with whom I wanted to find a midwife. And one day this friend came with a mother who just gave birth and she was like, yeah, I gave birth with Ruro and she was mm. uh, supporting me so much emotionally and she talked about her and I was like, okay, this is her. So we met um, uh, with Ruro and and this like very wild journey started. Like for me, it was the the biggest journey, the biggest learning. Like she became my my biggest teacher, my master, in so many ways. Mm. And uh, my pregnancy was so much about, like, uh, about having trust and changing this, like, I, I was I was believing before in, like, Western medicine, and it was this, this whole change, be, like, happened in my, in my uh, pregnancy, that I, I, like I, I moved to the valley. I moved to the other side of the world. I was, I was pregnant, and I was having this like huge transformation in my life, spiritual awakening, and and yeah. Uh, so she she really emphasizes the preparation for the birth. Uh, so I I felt like really supported during the birth and I was also with other mothers so that was very beautiful that we had these circles together and, um, and my husband was also super supportive so when the day came like I, I thought it was going to be a little bit later uh, so when I woke up at 2 in the morning at night and suddenly water was coming uh, mm. like through my legs I was I was telling Arda my husband like I'm peeing myself, like I pee every hour and I'm again peeing myself, like <laughs> when I'm sleeping even. And then I was like, oh my God, but it is pinkish, like I mm. I think I broke the water and and I started to shake. I was like, but we are not ready, like we just, we just put the mattresses because we were cleaning the whole house, we were living in a community house and and it was always full of people, so we wanted to clean it like crazily, energetically, but also mm. like physically. So Arda was with a toothbrush cleaning the floor, literally. <laughs> he, he painted the walls. Wow. He painted the walls five times and I was like begging him, like, please, I really want to make my altar here. I want to put my, my birthing flowers and everything. And, and I just want to pray for the last week. Mm. But, but for him, it was very important to prepare... Um, prepare the, uh, the the cleaning also in in Turkey people are very clean <laughs> so, uh, so when it started out like we are not ready we don't have our uh, like nothing it was just we just put the mattress that night to the to the room 
because and it was still like you could still smell the paint on the walls mm. and uh, I didn't prepare like the herbs that Ruro needed from the list like I felt and it was the pandemic so everything was closed and mm. it was Sunday so it was nowhere we could like get even like vitamin C or anything fruits nothing so we went to our neighbor like okay no, no I'm, I'm skipping and we, we called Ruro and she was like wow great your son is coming and uh, just go to sleep this is what she always says just sleep 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 like it's a normal day and you are sleeping so uh, <laughs> so I was <laughs> I I had a shower and then I, I went back to bed and after two hours I was like Arda, he's moving there so much. What is this? Like, he's changing position. Why is he doing that? And then I was like, oh my God, that's a contraction. That's a wave. Like, <gasps> incredible. It was mm. so sexually soft and beautiful, like, compared to what was going to come. <laughs> so, and then I was like, okay, let's sleep, let's sleep. And uh, it was uh, 10 in the morning that we got out of bed and and we started to like, I was on the ball with every contraction and they were supporting me from the back and the contractions were like every half an hour and it was easy. Like I was really using all this preparation I had. I was mm -hmm. using my voice, uh, accompanying every wave and Arda from the back with his like really deep voice grounding me. And we really did like so much preparation that I felt like, we are there, like we are so present and it was amazing. And suddenly he was like, but you know, I need to cut wood <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, we have really big pieces of wood and for our wood stuff, I have to cut it in the middle. I was like, okay, <laughs> go. And we put curtains to every all the windows. So it was super dark. It was like a cave inside and we, were, we just had candles. So I was listening him cutting the wood outside and uh, singing, I was singing, 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 mm. and it was, it was really beautiful, like, I felt suddenly so much peace and so much trust, like, when it started, I was a little bit afraid, and then with, like, all this singing, and I was dancing, and I really felt like I'm so ready, you know, mm. I am so much enjoying it actually uh, it is so exciting yeah. it's an adventure the adventure of my life and then uh, we called our doula and uh, she came i think around like 4 p.m uh, and there i was a bit like thinking that i will already be giving birth and still i wasn't and uh, around six uh, I think Arda called Ruro and then she came and uh, later I learned that she was coming and uh, yeah, Arda said there were like no cars so when I heard the car I was sure it's Ruro and then she was coming like just like that without with, without anything and I was like Ruro you want me to take your thing? She was like, no, 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 leave them in the car. And then he was like, but why? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I have to run to another birth. And this was my like biggest fear throughout the whole mm -hmm. pregnancy. I was like, I think, like, I feel she will have more birth. And she had three at the same day. Wow. So when she, when she, so Arda was like, we cannot tell this to her. So they didn't tell me, I didn't know about this. And, uh, 
she she entered the room it was already dark outside and I remember this so well uh, how how we hugged each other and I just felt even more trust even more um, I felt strong I felt so strong and I was already in my own world in my own ukupacha so I wasn't paying much attention what was going on I was just with like supporting every contraction and and then uh, there was we had a fireplace like open fireplace and a stove and I was walking in between do these two hot places and um, jumping a bit so all the water comes out and then I was all the time thinking like I want to get in a bath I want to get in a bath and um, I always wanted to have like a, I imagined always a pool in front of the stove but um, in the end we like uh, Arda and the doula they filled they filled a bath and and I was trying to like Ruru was trying to make me sleep but it was really impossible and then like she instructed them I didn't know this to make it super hot the water and the room there was a like electric stove in the room and in the bathroom and also like super warm water so when I got there I was like I cannot enter I'm gonna like burn myself this is too much like and uh, right now like after years I think she did it so she could run to the other birth to like really push me because it I felt really uncomfortable at that mm. moment I was like this is too much and I, I entered and first I put my toe and I was like why it's so hot I cannot make it she's like you can make it you can make it so I slowly entered my whole body was like red she put a hot towel on my um, on my breast like on my lungs because that was the only part that was out of the water so and then she put hot towel on my head and I was like this is the craziest sound night like I was sure it was like 90 degrees inside and suddenly the contractions came like wow so strong and I wasn't aware because I was really like in my own reality mm -hmm. and uh, and then she and then they were they were so strong like I just remember I was I was opening my mouth because at that moment like I don't know if it was unconscious because or that I knew that I need to do that but I was opening my mouth so much that I thought I was gonna break my jaw and at the same time I could feel how my birth canal was opening it was incredible like really I was like this ah, like a like a lion screaming and I felt like I'm like mm, like my vagina and vulva is screaming as well and then uh, she measured me and I don't know why I wanted to know but she said yeah it's six centimeters and I was like oh my god so I need hours and hours more like no like I'm gonna put all my concentration into this and I'm just gonna give birth because this is so intense I don't know if I can have strength for more and more hours you know so I I just like with every contraction I was just like releasing my hands I remember like just be soft be soft be soft but put like all the the waves like take them like take all this like intensity through your voice and then we were also singing with Ruro mm. and then uh, 
Arta, I think he was taking shower downstairs and uh, making rape and and they were on the floor like Ruro is always saying that she needs to be below the goddess who is giving birth so she mm -hmm. was like below the bath there uh, holding my hand and I was uh, she was asking me so how are you and I was like I think if you can call this pain it's like super <laughs> painful <laughs> and then Arda came and 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 I remember suddenly my body like something happened it stopped for a moment everything stopped and and I felt like I need to immediately change a position and get ready because because Bato is coming well he didn't have his name at that time but we knew it was gonna be a boy and I just touched between my legs and I could feel his head mm. and my body jumped up like uh, and Arda I just took Arda like like so fast to put him behind me so he was supporting my arms and I just I remember I felt like okay this is the moment mm. and I'm so ready and I done this millions of times mm. and I felt like the, the ring of fire and I was like, wow, I am giving birth. <laughs> and it was, and I just, I just took one breath and poof, he came out like, it is super my style. I do everything like so fast. <laughs> and it was like so much like energy that I was even afraid that like, if something didn't happen to him because I, we just did it so fast. And and then this huge wave of happiness came. I was like, I was screaming. I remember, estoy feliz, estoy tan feliz. I am so happy, I'm so happy. <laughs> and and yeah, and there he was, and he he just made like, like he just woke up fr from from a dream. Like, <laughs> and then and then I just had him in my arms, and and it was. It was incredible. It was incredible. Like, I just looked down and the bath was like completely red, full of blood. And we were there, like the three of us are the holding me and I, I am holding the baby. And, and yeah, we went on the stairs. We walked down to the, to the bed that we prepared there. And, and that was it. Yeah, I, I was a mother. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing all that. <laughs> so how long was the birth? Like it, it was. Uh, he was born twenty like uh, twenty minutes after midnight. So it was twenty two hours. Mm. Oof. Yeah. Wow. But the active part well done, was. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> the active part was like one hour. Mm. It was so hour and a half. It was so fast. <sighs> Oh, I'm gonna give you a hug. Thank you for sharing. Like, wow, I felt like I was with you the way that you yes. described that. So beautiful. I was like staring at you the whole time. I was like, she's in it. Yeah, in you were it. there again. Yeah. yeah, because I listened to my audio message this morning or last night, and and I was I was there. Uh, I could I could hear my voice, and I was like. It was a different person, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was five days after. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to record. Oh, yes. I mean, I didn't record. So and it's like, it, wow. So we did it together with Arda. So so it was beautiful. Like, we were uh, the puzzling the story yeah. together. 
and it was it was really beautiful to hear his part. Yes, it's it's so oh, different, it's so right? different. Yeah, what the two are experiencing. And the men, they they had to they have to do so much actually. They are running. They are basically running. running. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm also a, I'm also thinking about like so Roro is I just wanted to explain like Roro is uh, like an Andean an Andean traditional midwife and who has been helping a lot of people here around in the valley and I guess Cusco oh yeah around and yeah I mean what a what an incredible like story and I'm also curious I would love to know how was it to be pregnant in Peru? Like, you don't have anything else to be, you know, to compare to, but then it's so... My question there is because it's very normalized that that at least the foreigners that live here give birth at home. It is changing, like, with the, the, like the actual Peruvians here not allowed to anymore, but mm-hmm. all the, like, most of the, the, the expats give birth at home. So how was it, like, being around such a... Like being big community that's just like, oh, I'm gonna birth at home. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, beautiful question. Thank you. Uh, so I felt extremely blessed uh, during my pregnancy. Like when I was telling my friends who were pregnant or um, who were gonna get pregnant or who didn't want to get pregnant, <laughs> they were all amazed how. Uh, how different my my pregnancy was and my experience uh, also with uh, with Cynthia with the same doula we had together yeah, like right. how how she was uh, preparing me and it is uh, now Ruro, uh, when I met Ruro two days ago uh, I asked her because she went on one month's trip to Europe and I asked her so how are the mothers different in Europe than in here and she said. Is the same because we work with the with the spirit. We work with the alma, and uh, mm. the trauma. Mm. We don't work with the the mind. Mm. So the mind is different. The rational uh, is different. Right. But the the body, the pregnant body, right. and the and the traumas and the spirit <sighs> is the same. Wow. Yeah. And um, that's that's the thing that uh, here. As you said, like I was surrounded, like I was surrounded by stories, like yeah, so Ruro came late and we gave birth by ourselves, and it was so normal to hear this. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you know, like everybody is is talking about birth, like okay, I find the the best hospital, uh, or and there is never support, like you go to uh, to your gynecologist few times during your pregnancy mm. and that's the only information and support like there are some circles but it's quite rare or mm. it's 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 just the beginning but here it's it's very mm. rooted and uh, um, very beautiful the tribe of the of the mothers here like we have a whatsapp group as well mm. where we are sharing now about right. the, the health of the kids mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, these witches—they know everything. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh. It's incredible. <laughs> this is why we want mic. We're spinning the microphone around. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! So 
I'm curious as well because then you had another one. So could you just share a little bit about like the time distance between when you became pregnant again and if there was any differences, how you felt in that pregnancy and going into the birth as well. Annabelle. Mother of two. Annabelle, we want to hear about your story. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I became pregnant quite uh, quite early, but to had but it was a year and a, and a half when uh, when I became pregnant again. And I always wanted, like, actually one week after Batu was born, we were asking Roro, so when can we get pregnant again? And she was looking at us like, we are crazy. And, and we really wanted fast to have another one. And then uh, she really emphasized my my health like she was like on the diet she was super strict she's always very very strict with the diet of the of the pregnant women mm. but this time she was like okay you don't drink water you will just drink broth all the time you know mm. like you need to get as much nutrition as possible because you are gonna give birth like uh, twice in two years you know it's very mm. like two and a half uh, so um, I really was I felt like uh my second pregnancy, I was just all the time like making some uh, something nice to eat or to drink, to make a tea and to to collect this herb. And um, <clears throat> we were also building our house at that time, so that was actually very stressful. And and I I like we couldn't finish the house we were rushing to finish it to to be able to give birth there but then we realized it's impossible and uh, we decided to give birth at Ruro's house like Ruro opened uh, a birth house but like birth house okay it's like three little cottages uh, from from mud and this is where we went uh, like two weeks before the birth we went there and uh, that was very important for the whole family dynamic. So we we calmed down and we came back to ourselves. Arda was so stressed at the at the construction. So um, <clears throat> there we made a huge healing before the birth. And I think Annabelle was waiting for it. And I was apologizing to her a lot. Like uh, I we made a big cleaning to her with an egg and. Uh, explained why why it was hard, why it was stressful, and why we also argued uh, with Arda a lot, and uh, and we were we had this beautiful altar, and we were just like enjoying really just as a family. We just didn't do nothing the whole day. We were in a bed reading books to Batu and playing and 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 just waiting, and it was the really the best time of the pregnancy it was these two weeks when uh, we were close to Ruro and she was giving us these really deep therapies with Arda like it was going uh, really deep and we were both crying and healing things from our childhood like I was working with this big anger I have from my mom to, to my dad and I felt that really Annabelle was giving us this time because uh, I thought that I was gonna give birth like two days after we 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 arrived there, but then it took long, like longer, and it was amazing. We did 
Mm, lots of preparation. And I was I was surprised that like I thought that you need to work the whole pregnancy, but actually no, like if you are really there, even this short time can make a huge difference. Mm. And and yeah, one one day we were uh, napping with Batu in the afternoon, like as every day. But normally it was hard for me to fall asleep, like my belly was so big. And and that day I slept so good in the afternoon and woke me up a sound of a wind that came through uh, through a window that was really well closed. Like I don't know how the wind opened it. And there it like blew off the candle on the altar we had there. And I woke up and I... Uh, I was like, this is the spirit of the birth that just came to, to this house and it's gonna come. And I was so sure about it. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and we were cuddling with Batu and then I was like, oh, I need to go to the toilet. And we went to the toilet and he was holding my hands. <laughs> and then, then he went to the toilet, I was holding his hands. And then I was like, okay, but I need to go again to the toilet and again and again and again. And, and then I realized, okay, like these are... These are like quite regular contractions, and I went to tell Ruro, and it was it was beautiful that she was there because most of the time these two weeks she was not there. She had so many births, like she was she had five births at in one week, the the week before I gave birth, and uh, like also hard ones. She had to go to the hospital in the end for a C-section with the one mother, and. And I, I, I came, I went to her room and she's like, how are you? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm giving birth tonight. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, yeah, let's see. And uh, I went still to collect some herbs again, like we, we didn't have them ready. And I was just collecting them in the garden. It was dark. It was, it was very windy. And um, I came home and I was like, okay, Arta, I think start uh, like filling the pool because he was just filling it with air and then it was for one hour that I was listening to this to this machine yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I, I was like I cannot concentrate on my process really and then when it was finished Ruro came and she was like huh this is the wrong pool oh <laughs> so, no <laughs> so I had to deflate it and uh, and inflate another one and then we realized there is no water and I couldn't even like flush the toilet or have a shower. Oh, yeah. And um, and I'm so like it's so Peru. <laughs> <laughs> like water. And that was my biggest fear that I will have no water. Yeah. Uh, in my second pregnancy, I was mm. always thinking about this. And then um, I remember, but to uh, but to like he, like Arda was running with Batu so much. He he needed to. Uh, eat and then make also make caca and then uh, there was one moment where I was I was at the toilet Batu was at his little toilet and Arda was there with the soup that he was feeding Batu and then he stepped in the soup and the soup like splashed all <laughs> over the bathroom and then there was like this this smell and we couldn't clean there was no water you know and I was like oh. this is total chaos <laughs> and uh, the, that moment I remembered like Ruro said yeah the birth is the way the family is like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this is us. <laughs> and, uh, but we were really like good, you know, even in these like like crazy conditions. This is what I feel that my family, our family is always like, we have re- sometimes really hard conditions. 
Mm. We have these like four languages in our family and everything is like always complicated, but we are really doing good, you know, under these conditions. So it was, it was like that. And then uh, I felt like they are so strong and so sequent and uh, very um, long. So, uh, and Ruro, uh, Ruro, Arda was measuring, I think, on the application and I was already in my Aonukupacha again. And and Ruro came, uh, so the, the first contractions, they started like 6.30 p.m. and then she came at 10. Um, 10 p.m. so like three hours later and uh, I was on my fourth I was like okay I don't want to give birth in this clothes I have so I just took it off and and I was on my fourth like on the floor looking for a place where I'm gonna give birth and I saw this little birth chair that uh, that Ruro designed and I was like okay this is it and like with my like really last strength I just got on the chair and and uh, there was one candle and I with every contraction like after it ended Vatu was like Mama <laughs> this little Mama. sweet like angel voice Mama and he was there with his book like so calm and just just asking if I'm okay and uh, Ruro measured and she was like yeah you are eight and a half centimeter so I was like okay like we are close and suddenly I was just like, okay, I need to push. I want to push so much. I just want to push. Like my body is going to explode. And Ruro was like, no, but you need to wait. Like you are gonna rip yourself. You need to just breathe and don't push. And Arda was like supporting me again from the back. And I thought like I'm going to explode if I don't push. So this was a really hard moment when I just completely like had to like change everything I was so ready everything in me was ready to just push so I was just like taking the the deepest breath of my life and just relaxed my whole body and at, at that second the, the water broke and Annabelle was born like without me pushing she jumped out of me like a, like a little tiger and, and I was like is she okay is she okay and yeah she was okay and then um we, so who, we were, who 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 caught her? Like who was there to? Yeah, it was Ruro. Again. It was Ruro. It was Ruro. Yeah. yeah, because I, my hands were like this. I was like, I need to relax. I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to. And and Batu was preparing pillows on the bed. Oh, and then <laughs> and uh, he's the and sweetest we, kid, and like yeah. he's such an angel. <laughs> <laughs> so we lay down, and I was like, Oh my God, we are four. We are four. <laughs> that was. And I felt like so complete and mm. so beautiful. Uh, and actually, uh, I, I just remember that me and Arda, we were talking and talking and, and Ruro told us like, you need to be quiet because the placenta wasn't born yet. And, mm. and we got a bit angry to her, like, because we felt like... Um, we need to we need to finally because we had like this this four hours that of craziness like we were mm. we were doing so many things and we actually we were not so much together as as in the first birth so we wanted to share like what happened it was like <laughs> after a big party like <laughs> <laughs> so oh. so Nobel was born oh. and yeah and but to cut her cord after like 36 hours and then we uh, we buried the placenta like with him so oh. <gasps> <gasps>
Whoa! Yes. Thank you. Yes. Wow. Oh my god.